into our predictions. Now, because Jonathan wasn't here on the podcast at this part when he did the predictions, he obviously wasn't able to do this. So I've given a range to him for this bit. So I don't know at all what anyone said. I've not looked listened back to the podcast. I can't even remember what I said myself, really, for my prediction. So I'm really intrigued to see what Jonathan's got for us. Um, so, Jonathan, take it away. Absolutely. So we have four leagues covered here. France, Spain, uh, England, and, of course, Italy. And with Andy, Ryan, and Naeem, they're going to get three points if it was a spot-on prediction. One point if I felt a little sorry for them or if they got somewhat close. And then, of course, zero points, which I'm going to foreshadow a little bit. was a pretty common one in this prediction challenge. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh. If they were completely far off. Uh, I'm just going to say we've had two absolute stinkers and one <laughs> runaway winner. So we'll see what happens here. But uh-huh. we'll start with France. Uh, you guys all got the winners right. PSG, PSG, PSG. Three points across the board. Relegated. All three of you guys struggled in this category with nobody predicting the correct teams <laughs> that got relegated <laughs> from uh, Ligue 1, which is pretty hilarious. But I just wanted to ask you, Andy, I'll start with you. You know, we saw those scenes of St. Etienne, you know, getting relegated. They lost in the playoff. Fans rushed the pitch, were, flowing, were throwing flares. Um, players and coaches had to be evacuated off of the field. What do you think of those scenes? And it was a difficult year for French football in general with fan behavior issues. Uh, what do you think it means for the future of French football and how can they sort of rebrand their image um, to further improve this as stuff like this just isn't a good look? No, I definitely not. I think you look at the even events of Saturday, I think there's definitely a lot of, I think Liverpool doing investigation to what happened at the stadium. I mean, there was the incident Earlier on with the fans, with the Alex mentioned with the Marseille and Nice game, where I think Payet got a hit in the head with a bottle. I mean, the Marseille failed semi final in Marseille. Uh, fans were getting tear gassed, as we saw on the weekend. And of course, when me, um, Ryan, and I went to watch Marseille against Nice in the uh, in the velodrome, I mean, we obviously we weren't tear gassed or anything like that. But I definitely felt a bit of edge to the sort of the policing around the stage and it was definitely I didn't feel completely safe it was a great experience and it was way way better stadium experience than Monaco was for to the actual <laughs> stadium itself um and yeah I think there's definitely a worry about that I mean English fans haven't exactly had the best reputation with um what happened in the Euros a year ago so I think there definitely is I think Roy Keane hit a good head a nail on the head in terms of the recent pitch invasions in England is that People have come out from lockdown and forgotten how to behave. And I think mm-hmm. it really is a case for for a lot of fans. I mean, the, that is the worst case, I see. I mean, you see, you know, you've seen players like, you know, we mentioned Payet, you know, and Marseille getting hit by head by, by Nice fans. And all these events have gone on in England are with fans attacking opposition players, but or managers or whatever. But the fact that the Cincinnatian players be attacked by their own fans is not great. And I think that there's definitely a woe for me in terms of either someone's going to get seriously hurt one day, a player, or um, that they're going to go back to, you know, they're going to introduce no... I think there's, I think England actually have got a thing where there's, there's no fans are allowed for one of their games coming up. So I think there's definitely a worry on that sense for French football, as well as English football, that, you know, fans are going to get banned from stadiums. It's going to stop fans coming in. It's going to be a behind-closed-door experience. I think no one wants that after what we experienced in lockdown. So... I don't know what you boys think, Ryan and Naeem, but I do think that there's definitely a worry with fans, culture, all over the world, really, but particularly in France and England. Yeah, I mean, it was weird as well watching that that video of the um, of the Saint Etienne game as well, because it was almost like the stewards were just expecting it, and they just literally just got out the way, and it was just it was just like a charge, wasn't it, of mm. people, and it's. I don't understand, like, in this country, you're not allowed to take in to a stadium a bottle with a cap on, right? Um, so, and yet in other countries, but it, we've still seen it in, in this league this season, people bringing flares into the games. Like, I, what, what, what is going on with like, the security of getting into these stadiums? Like, a flare is quite a big thing. I don't see where, there's not many places where you could hide something like that. So it baffles me how they're getting these in because 
like you say, there were there were these St. Etienne fans who were throwing flares at, you know, their own players, opposition players, the officials, and whoever else was on the pitch, really. And, you know, if you get hit, hit with one of those, you know, that could quite easily, you know, kill you at the end of the day. So, yeah, they need to... They need to cut cut it out quite quite quickly, but we've seen these scenes in France, you know, for many for many years now, and it doesn't seem like it's gonna it's gonna stop anytime soon. Like I say, those those videos of what the uh, French police were were doing to both Liverpool and Real Madrid supporters, especially Liverpool supporters over the weekend, were you know, no, they were utterly disgraceful. And you see this quite often. You know, European police are quite in general. I find my experiences with them are always quite heavy-handed, and um, yep. yes, it's it's not on, like I say. So, in the fact that UEFA haven't even come out with an apology or anything like that, it just shows what UEFA are and who they are as an organisation. Money hungry, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do think that what we'll see in France, I mean, I don't think we'll see it in Germany because they're actually quite well behaved when we went to the Dortmund game. Mm. Uh, but I do think they'll probably introduce one day in France and maybe a no alcohol in the, gra- in the ground sort of thing. I know um, in Germany and Italy, we could watch, we could have a beer whilst watching the game or you could have a, I mean, I don't smoke, but you could have a cigarette if you wanted to during the game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, we may see the same thing with um with France. I don't think Germany will be affected. I think Germany seems to be quite well run. And even Italy, I know there was a bit of tension when we went to watch um Roma play in the Conference League nine. But I think even then, there wasn't really any, any trouble, was there, really, at the game? So, no, um, not at all, really. And even Milan and uh, Venezia, no trouble at all. And there was quite a lot of you know, aggression fans, but no one really actually had any violence taken out. So I think I think that's pretty where it's going to go. They're just going to... um. Yeah, have no beers allowed in the stadium, personally. Um, yeah, I don't think alcohol is the... I mean, it doesn't help, for sure, but you you just always see this in France, especially, you know, that's why, in a way, I'm quite glad we got to the Marseille game when we did, when we went to France, because mm-hmm. we, we saw, obviously, the scene <laughs> walking towards the stadium of just the, the, the carnage on the floor between us and the stadium from the train station. And I dread I to think what kind of, uh, you know, scenes there were before then, especially being a, being a derby as well. Um, yeah. And obviously us leaving quite early, uh, it definitely was in our, our favour. But yeah, I'm not, it's, one that, it's not a league I'm looking forward to going to next year. <laughs> but yeah, do check out the vlog. If anyone hasn't seen our vlog yet, about time in advance, do, um, do give it a watch. <laughs> we need the views on that one. <laughs> so we'll move on now to the surprise team that everybody predicted for France as well. Andy and Naeem had Monaco, which I gave them a point for as it was Woo-hoo! Monaco's. There you go. You got something. Um, their second straight third place finish. And Ryan had Marseille. They had an excellent season, second place. He gets all three points for that. Of course, Arsenal boy William Saliba had an excellent year. So, Ryan, where do you think Saliba goes from here? Um, What what should he do? Should he go back to Arsenal? Should he stay at Marseille? And also, what do you think will actually happen? No, he should not stay at Marseille. I don't want him (laughs) to stay at Marseille, and I hope he doesn't stay at Marseille. I wonder why. Um, we need we we need him back in our team. It's, let's be yeah. let's be realistic. He's someone who can play uh, right back quite competently, and that's an area because Tommy Asu, you know, his leg is made of bloody paper or something. Because <laughs> the guy just can't stay fit, and uh, to rely on Cedric Suarez is not somewhere that we want to be. And to have someone like Saliba again, who's a brilliant centre back, can play right back, and being in European football next season, we're going to need you know, quality and squad depth. So we have to bring him back and we need to reward him with a new contract as well. Absolutely. He's a great player. I mean, I did see a rumour that Arsenal were willing to sell him for 30 million or so odd euros. Uh, I'm guessing that's a fake That's a fake that's, thing. That's just um, GFFN, uh, a channel on Twitter that Alex will be uh. familiar with who... Has an agenda against Arsenal fans. Um, <laughs> so, yes, there's no way Arsenal would sell him for, for that. Level. That's how much we pay for him. Yeah, he's, he's eagerly worth double that now. Yeah, mm. for how much he's improved. So, yeah, I, I don't think we'll sell him. 
Well, maybe maybe Naeem's working for them because he's still trying to get Arteta sacked after all this. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not the only one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm now. I'm, I'm firmly Arteta in, but we, we're not going to go into that again. No, no. <laughs> I've had right, so... for one season. <laughs> <laughs> Flop of the year for league. Uh, you guys all got three points for this. Bordeaux. Leon and Lil all had very disappointing years. Bordeaux surprisingly last place. Um, they were relegated. Leon with a fairly talented team, an eighth place finish out of Europe. And Naeem, you had Lil. They were in tenth place after winning the league. So, you know, some ma- major financial difficulties there. But all three points across the board. Top Can I ask score- who I put? Who's I put? I've just forgotten who I did for that. Yes, Andy, you had Bordeaux, and Ryan had Leon. So, excellent, but that's about as good as it's going to get, boys. So, uh, take it in. (laughs) It's the hope that kills you. All right, so top (laughs) scorer, (laughs) Andy, you had Messi, and I Uh quote, you said he would absolutely shine this year. (laughs) To make things even better, you also had him as your player of the season, which turned out really nice. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, you had your top scorer as Kylian Mbappe, which gives you all three points for that. He had 28 goals in the campaign. And you said your player of the season was Akraf Hakimi, which he had a decent year. I'll give you one point for that. But um, that was Mbappe as well. And then Naeem, you had Mbappe as your top scorer. And then you had as your player of the season, Lionel Messi, which in my notes here, I just have LOL. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, man. So, boys, what do do we think next year for Messi? Will he make a major return? I saw something on Twitter today that he was also complaining about struggles post-COVID, some lung issues. He was out of training for a long time, which was another addition on top of his injury issues as well. What are we thinking for Messi next campaign? Big fat fail once again. I, <laughs> I, I think personally, you know, I think he'll still have an okay. I just don't think he'll ever get anywhere near his old self. I think whereas Ronaldo for me, he showed some size decline, but he's still banging his goals. But I think Messi for me had his moments. But I think overall for me was just, I think he's showing his age. I think he's showing his decline. He what? He's thirty five, thirty six now. He's He's quite old now for a player. I think he. I think personally, it is the end for Messi. I think. Whereas I think Ronaldo could have a couple more years. Um, where he could perform. I, I, I disagree. I don't think it can. It could get much worse. I mean, that was without a doubt his worst mm. season that we've seen. Mm. You know, since probably he first sort of come onto the scene of Barcelona. So I don't think it could get much worse for him next season. I think he's starting to adapt to the PSG system and. Hopefully, with a new manager coming in, whether that's Zidane, that will mm. 100% help him. Um, and yeah, for me, I think he'll he'll definitely improve. Yeah. And then for first sacked for Liga, we're gonna go with Andy, who had Bordeaux's coach Vladimir Petkovic as the first one to be removed from his position, which was. Decently close. He was sacked in February. Petkovic came over from Switzerland after uh, leading them to an unbelievable quarterfinal run in the Euros and beating France. And they actually did end up giving getting relegated. So I'm going to give Andy a point there. Woo-woo. And then Ryan had Lyons and Naeem had Lil's coach as the first one to be sacked. It was actually St. Etienne's coach, Claude Puel, on December 5th, which means for France... Andy ended up with a total of eight points, Ryan 13, and Naeem 10. Hardy boy, should we move on to the Premier League? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wait for this one. As the Premier League winners, Andy had Manchester City, which I was a bit surprised of. Um, So all three points there. Ryan had Liverpool, one point. You know, they were one point off. i got to give you a point there. And Naeem also had Man City, all three points. Relegation-wise, Andy had Norwich, Watford, and Brighton. Brighton was an unbelievable shout. Great job there. Um, Ryan had Watford, Brentford, and Southampton. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was surprised with how well Brentford and, and Thomas Frank did this year. So that's zero points. 
to Ryan, but Andy does get one with Norwich and Watford correct. And Naeem, Norwich... I, 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 get, I get one point for that, not, not two. I'm going to give you one. We're going to go 0-1-3 on this one. I'm feeling... Oh, da- I'm, I'm feeling dangerous today, so I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'll, um, I'll give you <laughs> I am. Um, I, I do know. I'm preparing tomorrow for my for a different podcast, the hair dry treatment. I do, and I know I'd look through our table. We did, and I know I had Bernie seventeenth, so I was almost. I was almost bang on. I was almost bang on. Um, Andy, it's it's a nice try. Still one point, but <laughs> good try. <laughs> <laughs> and Naeem had Norwich, Southampton, and Crystal Palace. For zero points. And Naeem, you actually said and you emphatically stated that Patrick Vieira was going to be sacked. Uh, that turned out pretty well. <laughs> Last time I listened to the media, man. Damn it, I don't know. I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm just here for Jonathan's pronunciation of the word Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm walking myself into a trap here. Um, Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on Josh Sargent it's all his fault so <laughs> uh, <laughs> for your surprise teams Andy went with Brentford all three mm. points there um, very good surprise mid-table team did not expect that myself Ryan you went with Crystal Palace you even said that Connor Gallagher was going to be phenomenal and you did disagree wow. with Naeem and say that Patrick Vieira was actually going to work out, which was spot on. And I'm actually going to give three points to Naeem as well. He said Aston Villa. Yeah, they finished. I believe they finished 14th or so on the table. I, I mean, guess, I, I guess him three points, Aston Villa. Oh, I'm, I'm not having that one. <laughs> they were relegation zone, weren't they, for a few weeks? Oh, maybe it's a bit of recency bias with some unbelievably quick summer signings, but I, there's some new hope under Steven Gerrard and, and three points to Naeem. There you go. Yeah, it's graceful. That's, that's that rage. <laughs> <laughs> that's more what? of an outrage than the Rodri handball. That's more of an outrage than that handball he did against Everton. Oh. Well, I still can't believe you put me in charge for this, but we'll keep going. Yeah, uh, I have regrets in life, and that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flops for the league. Andy, you said Tottenham, uh, zero points, Champions League. Ryan, you also said Tottenham as well. And <laughs> Naeem, you said Arsenal, um, which I, I thought they had a decent year. I mean, I don't think most Arsenal fans would have predicted a fifth-place finish. Um, so. Naeem and Ryan, going into next year, how certain of you that this is not a question that you want to ask if you want to get this podcast done tonight? (laughs) 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 I'm optimistic. Naeem is not optimistic. There we go. That's it. So no chance for Champions League with many competitions to play for, more than I can count on one hand, it seems. Oh, no, we've got a chance. Yeah, there's always a chance, yeah, but... Um, it's, t- it's Ty in a room, is he? Huh? Ty, it's Ty in a room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got to be optimistic to an extent. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 think Spurs could be, I think Spurs could be a really a real dark horse of the league. I think the way they've ended end the season with the you know, second half season of the content, I do think they could be a little, a little dark Jonathan, make sure you clip this, Jonathan. <laughs> oh yeah, no, please do, and I, I'll, I'll say Newcastle in the same in the same breath being a surprise team because I think they'll be as well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Fun. I think if they keep Kane and Son and they sign Kuzkevsky permanently, and Dotsy was playing so well before injury, I think they've really got something go now in the Conte. I think Conte is one of the best managers in the world. Um, you know what oh. he's done all the years with Inter Milan, with Juventus, with Chelsea. He's just done well wherever he's gone, and I do think that if he stays as well, I think that he for this next season they'll have a really good year oh Matt Doherty I mean he just turns me on so much what a player he is oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but but Naeem and Ryan what what signings do Arsenal need, need to make this summer um, to improve the squad I mean of course a number nine but what else is needed in order to fight for a Champions League place next year probably another left back um if Saliba comes back, then that's all right. But he might need to get another centre-back to cover. Need another centre-mid. I don't rate Xhaka, but clearly Arteta does. But need another one because Lokonga doesn't look ready yet. Um, 
And if you get rid of Pepe, then maybe bring another winger in. But I think main, mainly a striker, um, another centre mid, and maybe a right back actually instead of a left back. I know Tavares isn't really good enough, but like Ryan said, um, Tommy Asu looks like he's going to keep getting injured next season. And yeah, we need we need to have an adequate um, right back replacement. I don't know if Maitland Niles can play there if he comes back, but yeah, those are the three main positions I reckon we need if you want to challenge. I think Maitland Niles is more than likely going to be sold on at mm. this stage. But um, yeah, obviously the, the priority is a striker. Hopefully we do get Gabriel Jesus. Um, and uh, we definitely need another defender. Like I say, I, I hope we get Aaron Hickey of Bologna, someone who can play uh, left back and right back. Um, had a really is that the season. Scottish, the young Scottish player? Yeah, he's had a yeah. very good season with Bologna, and uh, I hope hope we do end up getting him. That would be a perfect signing. But yeah, um, a centre midfielder for sure. Um, I, I think it's looking like Yuri Tielemans. I wouldn't be against that. So if uh, if we can get three or four quality signings, then then I'll be I'll be happy. Absolutely. All right, we'll move on to top scorer predictions. Mm. And you had Harry Kane, which mm. is a big <laughs> zero. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. third top scorer, fourth top scorer. I think I need a point there. Was he fourth top scorer? 17 goals this year he scored. Was Considering he? how bad he started that year, he got 17 overall. So I think I think only Son, Ronaldo and Salah had more, if I'm right. If he was if he was in the top three, I could I, I could agree with a point, but he wasn't. So he, he don't. Top, <laughs> top five, top five gets you a point, I reckon. Well, the, this is democracy, Naeem. What do you say? Um, yeah, top three, he should have got. A point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I oh what I a shame! You, Naeem. I thought I could rely on. You. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ryan, you did have Mohamed Salah. That's all three points to you, as he did tie with Sun at twenty-three goals. And Naeem, um, great prediction here again. Uh, mm-hmm. Lukaku. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, what was I thinking, man? Oh, God. I mean, to be fair, I thought that would be a, a decent shot before the season started as well. I didn't expect he would have such a good year, but I guess we all have to listen to Ryan from now on. Yeah, he's getting all these predictions, bloody Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and player of the season, Andy, you had Havertz. Oh, what the... <laughs> Joe, I, I, my first week on fancy, I did captain on fancy my first week. I, I was thinking he was destined for a brilliant year, but it, he did okay, I think, but just not, yeah, not, not exactly what you, what I thought he'd be this year. You know what Havertz, what Havertz did win in Player of the Season? As I saw his girlfriend on Instagram the other day, he did win that award. I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's 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 got good taste. All right, we'll go to Salah. Uh, as who Ryan had as player of the season. I mean, decent player, Pensala, as I like to call him, but zero points there. And Naeem, you had what? Jack Grealish. Zero oh points. Wait, what, 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 what's his category? This hey. is player of the season. Jeez. Did, you just say, did you just say zero points for me saying Salah? Yeah, I think he scores. I think it's too many penalties. <laughs> what? I don't think he Look, I will say this most goals, most goals, and most assists in the Premier League this year. That's got to be minimum one point, if not all three. <sighs> who right, I'll, that, I'll give who, you a point. Who won Player of the Season officially? The no, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think PFA have done it yet. They haven't announced. They've, they've announced the Championship in League One and League Two. So they haven't announced the PFA Player of the Year yet. But I think it'll be either Salah or De Bruyne personally. I'll take a point. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give I, you a point. I give him three personally if I was you, Jonathan. But. Well, that's confusing because that sort of hurts you, Andy, but I guess I'll get three. Uh, it's Salah, isn't it? It's Salah. <laughs> All right, three it is. Awesome. And finally, first person sacked. Andy, you oh. had Vieira as the first trainer. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you had Cisco, which was correct. Three oh, two. And Naeem, oh, I can see he's won this already. Naeem, <laughs> um, you had Arteta. <laughs> <laughs> More fun than anything. <laughs> Which ends the Premier League seven points to Andy, fourteen points to Ryan, and six points to Naeem. Damn. 
I think Ryan's walking. I think Ryan's walking away with this right now. I, yeah, I think. I think. I think my Spanish and Syria predictions were terrible. I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I said for that. I could not tell you at all what I put for that. I know. I know what I put for the first manager to be sacked in Syria, and yeah, you're all gonna laugh at it. But yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. All right, let's go to Serie A then. Um, winner for Andy of Serie A was Juve. And actually across the board, all of you guys had Juventus, oh, yeah. which yeah. is zero points. Quite the disappointing year for Allegri and co. Yep. What do we think for next year, Juve? What do they need? And can they take back the title from the Milans? Mm. They, need a, they need a lot. Yeah. They've got too many midfielders, man. Like, and they've got quite a lot of old players as well. Yeah, they need a they need a big rebuild. To be fair, I know Chiellini is off to the states. Going is to, he? Yeah, he's going to Los Angeles FC, I think. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so I don't know. Bonucci is constantly injured as well, so um, they need a, a new centre back to go alongside Matthias Delict. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know Chiesa keeps getting injured as well. Uh, they're now going to lose Dybala as well on a free transfer. So they do, need, they do need a lot and they don't have, you know, the same kind of financial power as the other big elite of Europe. So, but yeah, I don't think they'll win the title next season, but they'll be a lot closer, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, for relegations, Andy, you had Spezia, Empoli and Salertana. I probably oh, messed yeah. those up, Ryan. Going down. Um, zero points there for ND as Venezia, Genoa, and... Oh, God, I'm going to mess it up. C- Cagliari. Cagliari. There, we, there it is. <laughs> um, those were the relegated sides. Ryan, you had Venezia, Spezia, and Salernitana. Ooh. So that's one point as you did get Venezia correct. And Naeem, you also had Venezia, Torino, and Spezia. So one point there Torino. for, Na- for <laughs> Naeem. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, surprise team for Andy. Andy had Lazio. They actually had an excellent year. Uh, fifth place. Well, not excellent, but fairly decent. I'll give him three points for that. Oi, oi. Ryan... <sighs> What's up? Lost for words there. <laughs> what? Lazio. No. Yeah, carry on. Carry on. All righty. <laughs> Fiorentina, Ryan, you had as your surprise team. I'm going to give you three points for that as well. I was going to say. They lost Vlahovic in the winter, and they still got a place in Europe. I think that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And finally, Naeem, Atalanta. I've, I've got to give you oh. one point for that. They just missed no. out on Europe. Uh, maybe a little disappointing, but... A little? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, were, they were meant to be challenging for the title. They finished in fucking eighth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking at the Premier League and, and France of what Naeem have. I got to give him a point for that one. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy, you said your flop team was Inter Milan. Ryan, you had the same as well. Oh my god, that's not good, is it? And actually, all three of you had Inter as your <laughs> flop, which. Oh, sure, they didn't win the title again, but uh, I have to give zero as. Losing their coach, losing two of their best players in Lukaku and Hakimi. Uh, 84 points, I think, is pretty decent. Yeah, they had mm. a good season. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who do you think? Do you think Inter will sign a number nine this season? I mean, I'm not yeah. sure Chelsea is really going to sell Lukaku and face such a financial downfall from that sale. But but who do you think they could sign? They're, I believe they're close to getting Dybala. From obviously Juve on a free transfer. Obviously, it's not an out and out number nine, but that's going to piss off some Juve fans. Yeah, um, he wanted the baller. He wanted to stay at Juve, and for some reason they changed their mind. I think it was simply because they brought in Vlahovic. So um, yeah, I think they will look to play the baller and Martinez up front to Argentines, which is going to be quite exciting. But I think at the moment they're stalling a little bit to see what does happen with Lukaku, because I don't think they can afford wage buys to bring in both. So um, keep an eye on Scamacca from Sassuolo, young Italian striker who's had a very good season. So 
a lot. He he'll be linked with a lot of clubs this summer. Well, for top scorer, it's a bit of a funny one again, but to no fault of your own, all three of you had Cristiano Ronaldo as your top scorer in Serie A. Oh, um, what the hell! Awesome. <laughs> 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 um, been unfortunate to do that before the transfer news broke of his move to United, but Immobile did win the top scoring award in Italy. Player of the season, Andy, you had Chiesa. Zero points for that uh, one. It was a bit difficult. I didn't understand online if Serie A had actually announced it yet. It seemed like Rafael Liao had, had one player of the year. I could be wrong, Ryan, though. I'm not sure. Um, I think it'll be between him and Berardi. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it announced anywhere. That might just be reports then. As Ryan, you had Hernandez... And Naeem, you had yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had an awful season. <laughs> Hernandez has got to be a couple of points. He had a brilliant season. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I've got you with a point there, Ryan. But zero points for Naeem and Andy, player of the season. And first coach to be sacked. Oh, gosh, what do I even have in my notes here? Um, it looks like, well, DeFrancesco was sacked after... Three games, which is hilarious. Uh, I only remember him from when Roma beat Barcelona in the Champions League and Peter Drury had that mm-hmm. unbelievable commentary. Um, but they finished ninth, so um, I'm confused with what I have in my notes here. I have no clue what you guys have. Oh, Hellas Verona as well finished ninth. Um, which he was the coach at Hellas Verona, and they actually had a decent campaign to get into the top half of the table. So pretty decent, which means Andy, three points, Ryan, five points, and Naeem, two points from Italy. Okay. That's a great, a great round from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. And then final league, we're going to Spain, La Liga. The winner, Andy, you had Atleti oh. as the winner of the Spanish league. Ryan, you correctly predicted Real Madrid. And Naeem, you also had Atletico Madrid, so three points <laughs> to Ryan there. <laughs> what do we think about Real? I mean, Ancelotti seems to have been gone along with such all the players. I saw him dancing with them after the game. He seems to be loved. Of course, Perez loves to change coaches, but he'll stay on for next year after winning the league and winning the Champions League. What do you see for Real Madrid next? Their squad is somewhat aging with guys like Benzema, Modric, um, Casemiro, and Cruz. Of course, they have Kamavinga there and a few good young players. But what's next for Real Madrid? Because eventually, these players will have to go in these next couple of years. Hmm. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, go on. No, go on. You go, mate. You go first. No, because obviously it, um, in the summer they only bought in two players. Obviously they got Alaba on a free from Bayern Munich, and they bought Kamavinga in. Obviously he's one for the future. Um, I think I think they're linked with um, Tuchemeni as well, so that that would be another good replacement in midfield. But I think yeah, they're slowly starting to obviously get a young younger crop of players in. But with with their, with the players that they have now, you could they could probably go for another maybe season or two. But yeah, I reckon. I reckon this this summer they probably will spend big because they, they they didn't get anyone in January and they only they only spent money on one player, and obviously they let Ramos and Varane go. Um, they got got money in for Varane, so yeah, I reckon I reckon this summer they'll go big and they'll they'll try and challenge on all fronts again. I don't I don't know whether they will, but we'll have to. I'll, just, I'll see. I'll make my decision when they make their transfers. To be to be honest, but yeah, they're in they're in good shape. Um, I think Barcelona they 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 may challenge next season, but it all depends on who comes in and goes out of them. Atletico Madrid, nah, their time have been and gone now. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be our Barcelona and Real Madrid next season uh, for the league and the Champions League. It's anyone's guess. I want to just make a quick point about a Madrid player who's clearly learned from Ramos. Uh, if I watched that final alone. Um, no, he's not Cecil from Arsenal Fan TV. It is Militao. Um, <laughs> but what an unlikable player he is. I mean, I've only watched him literally in this season, this year in the Champions League, but he was, the, what, the way he was acting on that final, it, it was really un, unlikable. And I really hope he gets injured 
It's the Real Madrid way, though, isn't it? It's the, yep. same, with, it's the same with Barca and Athletic oh. Madrid. Oh, also, those three teams in particular in Europe are always the same. They always try by any way to get the win and get any sort of advantage on someone else. It's just, it's rather frustrating, I'm not going to lie. But we yeah. can pick up Valencia. We can pick up Valencia. They're, they're, they're nice. They're good. <laughs> um, I mean, with, um, with Real Madrid, obviously, they'll be massively disappointed. The fact that they've lost out on Mbappe and Haaland as well. There's not really any other mm. sort of ready-made superstars out the, there. There's one that could leave. Well, you got what? Who, Salah? Yeah, that, that's my fear now with, with mm. them not getting Mbappe or Haaland. Mm. I do fear that their next target's going to be with him. This contract thing that coming up next year. Um, seem- I, I do fear he's going to go on a free in the summer next year to Madrid. Yeah, I think that's Liverpool's fear as well that's uh i saw something that they, they, they wanted to sell him if basically he didn't sign a new deal but i don't think that'll that'll happen i mean how old he must be getting on now i think he's 29 30 or something i know him oh yeah me mane and van dyke all the same age i think um yeah so he's not even he's not even that old then really so he'll be 30 you know, next month yeah, and he's so, not like a player that he's fast, but he's not. He, he could definitely go on without his pace. He's still got the natural finishing ability. And I mean, he said that he's staying next season, so I think he'll stay. But whether he'll sign a new contract, I, I don't know at this stage. I think, no, yeah. I think I, he wants to stay. He's publicly stated he wants to stay a lot of times, but I think it's I think it's his agent getting involved. Yeah. Well, then, then again, I saw someone's obviously got a hold of Liverpool's wage bill basically and a breakdown of it. and I I was amazed looking at that. The fact that they're paying Luis Diaz fifty five grand a week. That's that's madness. But I think Salah was on two hundred grand a week, which obviously is, is obscene for us, but in terms of the Premier League, when mm. you've got the likes of De Bruyne and Ronaldo and all the other big stars who are on sort of three, four hundred grand a week, you can kind of understand why he wants a bit more. Obviously we don't know what Liverpool have offered him. Um, whether he wants a longer term deal or, or, or what, I don't know. Maybe he just wants a new challenge. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's, that's, that's what I think. That's what Smarley's doing. But I mean, the fact that he's getting paid less than than that um, that um, certain guy I don't like beginning with G at Man City. Um, mm-hmm. It's quite astounding to be honest that he's right, on yeah. less than that. But I can see why they want more. To be honest, it is um, it is crazy. But for Real Madrid, I've, I think they'll stick with. Obviously, they've got Rudiger already coming in yep. on a free. I think they will get Tushimani. It seems like that's yeah, yeah. you know pretty much a, a done deal. So uh, they haven't got to worry. I don't think about their attack. Obviously, with Benzema and Vinicius Junior as well. I think Hazard. We might see a little bit better from them next season. So they fit that is. Yeah, that's that is the thing. <laughs> so obviously, they're going to get some big waves off that of their deal with Bale and Isco leaving. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they, obviously they do need a winger. They were hoping that would be Mbappe. And I don't think they're going to ch- chuck a load of money at someone who's not yet proven himself at that level. Likes, likes of Rafael Liao or someone of that ilk. So, yeah, I mean, Mane would have actually been a good deal for them. Yeah, um, it would have been, to be fair, yeah. You know, nice yeah, considering, you know, 30-odd million is, is a bargain, even though he is getting on. Oh, massively, yeah, massively. I mean, I'd like... If, if, if Serge Gnabry, if, if I could pick anywhere for him to go apart from Arsenal, I think Real Madrid would be a good fit for him if he leaves Bayern, which it looks like he he will leave Bayern as well. Um, you know, they're in a lot of trouble for next season by the looks of it. So, yeah. I mean, I think Liverpool, as I've always said, have the perfect replacement lined up for Salah and Jared Bowen. I don't see... Yeah, I, I think he'd be good. I mean... Um, I think world, world class Jared Bowen. <laughs> the, the Egyptian. <laughs> I mean, I am. I, um, I, I don't know. I think that I've loved him at West Ham this season, and um, I do say it's all down to me meeting Jared Bowen and for his <laughs> increase in form. But um, <laughs> I, I do think that what Salah's good at is picking up the ball from deep and just any he can is dribbling ability. But I think Bowen sometimes relies on a great ball. I, I don't know. I, I think he's very good, but I just don't know whether he's 
quite good enough to make that next step. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I hope he does if he goes to us because I think he's a good player. But it's just whether I don't I, know whether he's he fit the system. I I don't know. I'm not sure. The perfect player for mm. for Liverpool, in my opinion, is someone who I actually hope obviously comes to Arsenal and Gabriel Jesus. Someone who is he he's a pressing machine. He doesn't stop mm. working hard. You know, he's a finisher as well. He scores goals and. They, for me, they need someone who's, you know, an out-and-out striker through the middle as well. Obviously, I know we can play on either wing, but either him or, I hate to say it, but Saka would be... Oh, I I, I would love that so much. I, I, I would genu- genuinely burn the Emirates down if he went to <laughs> Liverpool. So, London, London police, you know, take note of that just in case. But yeah, well, I, I I laugh if that actually happened. Like, oh like, no! There was one day, there's this picture of you comes up on the news. <laughs> yeah, we don't know him. <laughs> yeah, I I I think that I can't see his get. I I, I would mind Jesus, but I just think City would be stupid to send him, especially when he turns to he turns to Pele in April and May. I, I think it'd be stupid for him to go. For them to send to their biggest rivals, but um, yeah, I think Arsenal's probably more likely to be honest. Marcus Rashford, no, <laughs> apparently he's Arsenal Tottenham level, and yet he's playing for a team that finished below those two teams. <laughs> level that makes sense. Yeah, he's had a disastrous season, he's had an awful season. Yep. Marcus Rashford, you'll get some good charity work from him, though. <laughs> that is true, he's, he's a good lad, I think. Yeah, he is great lad. But we'll get back to Spain. Um, relegated predictions for Spain relegations. Um, Andy, you had Vallecano, Cadiz, and Mallorca. I'm going to give you one point there because Cadiz and Mallorca finished one point above Granada for that third relegation spot. So they both narrowly escaped. And Ryan, you had Elche, Cadiz, and Mallorca. So I'll give you one point there as well. Naeem, you had Vallecano, Elche, and Valencia. You know, I actually thought Valencia as well was going to go down to start the season due to their horrendous summer transfer window last year. So I was surprised to see them jump so well into ninth place. I don't know if you want to say anything about them, Naeem, but I was I was quite surprised to see them, you know, even slightly past mid-table. Yeah, they've been running to the ground, um, obviously, Last game, their last game of the season, the, the stadium was less than half half full. Fans were outside protesting against the owner because um, he's he came in, saved them from bankruptcy a couple of years back. But he, he's pretty much sold off all their best players, and and the, the replacement that they have come in, they're, they're not they're not good enough. And yeah, it's sad to see because Valencia, man, they always were a team that was always in Europe. But yeah, this look like they're going to be a mid-table team for the time being. But yeah, I, I can't see how how it goes goes from here, but yeah, we'll we'll, have to, we'll see we'll see what they do do in the summer. But if they don't do well, then yeah, it might be another mid table finish or even lower this time around. They need to get me on the case. Currently managing them on Football Manager, <laughs> doing an incredible <laughs> job, may I say as well. So take note, meet Mr. Peter Lim. But um, <laughs> I mean, the, the scenes of their stadium on that last day were oh, absolutely horrendous. Yeah. I mean. It's, it's, it's so rare that you see that. Obviously, some people do. Um, I, I vividly remember Arsenal fans um, having a protest where nobody would go into the stadium. And I think about 20 people ended up having a protest outside, which is quite <laughs> embarrassing, really. So, That's worth some man news. It's, it's, it's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous, like you say. So, um, fair play to the Valencia fans for sticking to it. And yeah. Because that's the only way you're ever going to get an owner out by affecting the finances. So I do hope they get a a new one. Because apparently Roman Abramovich was looking at buying them, but and then they like quashed those links. So maybe (laughs) if um, if we see peace again between Ukraine and Russia, that might be something. uh, Because he's going to buy another club again in the future, I think, if he gets a chance. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you're. <laughs> no, man, it ain't never gonna sell. <laughs> no, so you're they, saying if we see a 500 million pound yacht on the market, we should know that he's now buying Valencia. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a feeling that next season for Valencia could be even worse, but we shall see. All right, your surprise teams 
for La Liga, and you went with Sevilla. I gave you three points for that. I mean, mm-hmm. to get Champions League, and of course, they've got Champions League many times in years past, but you know, they were 70 points, one point off of Atleti, and three points off of Barcelona. A very decent year with Sevilla with a few veterans who are nearing the end of their career on that team. Ryan, you had Sociedad as one point that I gave you. Uh, Europa League, decent season. Um, they also have some good talent on that squad. The Naeem, I gave you three points for Sevilla as well. For your guys' flops, Barcelona. Andy, I mean, what do you think? Should I give you one or should I give you three? I'm not really sure to make a Barcelona because... Yeah, give me three because I won the points. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if I'm being honest, it's probably a one because they still finished second. I know they went out the Champions League in the group stage, which is... We've not seen in years, but I, I think that would be definitely three points if you were saying this in December. But I, I think I've got to have one point there. Personally, I'm happy to sacrifice the points because they have had a good second half of the season under under Xavi. Xavi. Yeah, I guess if only the the pitch was cut the right length of grass in the Europa League, they probably would have won the championship. But of course, <laughs> it wasn't perfect for them, so they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you also had Barcelona, so one point there. And Naeem, for your flop team, you had Villarreal, which I'm sure they did finish. <laughs> they did finish seventh, grabbed a Conference League spot, but I mean, just to beat Bayern Munich in the Champions League, I, I can't give a point to that. I'm sorry, man. They gave Liverpool a good run as well, but they yeah. did. They made me cack myself a bit in the second leg. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, good evening. Well, this, this is what this is what an Emery does to people, you see. <laughs> Top scorer for La Liga, Andy. You had Kareem Benzema, which is correct. He had twenty-seven goals. Oh no, Ryan. You had quite uh, the decision, yeah. Alexander Isak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he scored about two goals, didn't he? <laughs> I think he he ended up having six, I believe. Oh, but, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to give you a negative for that. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> no, we're not going down that route. <laughs> Minus five for Ryan. For like <laughs> if he'd have got no goals, then yeah, but he got six. So yeah. all of a sudden, that twenty point lead's gone, Ryan. I don't know what happened. Um, Spain. <laughs> And Naeem, you went with Benzema for your top scorer, which is correct. All three points. Player of the season. Um, I, again, I, I couldn't figure out if, if the reports were true that Benzema had one player of the season in La Liga. Naeem, I'm not sure if that's... Yeah, he did. He did. No, I'm confirmed. joking. I, I don't know. Okay. No, I'm not going to but yeah, it's, it's going to be him anyway, isn't it? It's not going to be anyone else. Well, then I will give Andy three points then because I do also believe, and reports state that it will be Benzema. Uh, Naeem, you had Griezmann. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, kid, man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think my predictions, if I had done this with Elon, would have been the worst of the crew. So, <laughs> um, I'm just lucky to be here. And... I mean, I always mispronounce his name, Ryan, but Mikel Oyarzabal. Uh, I, I can never yeah, that. There it is. That's That was your player of the season. How did that work out? Yeah, not well. I mean, he, he, had, a, he had a decent year. He's a great player. I had to mean, but. This, is, this, is, this is down to my lack of knowledge of La Liga, you see. It's, it's lost that much relevance that I didn't care about it. <laughs> and this has lost me. Next well, it's a good it's a good thing uh we didn't do the Bundesliga then. Um but sacked who was first out of their respective clubs. Andy, you had Pepe Bordales from Valencia, zero points. Ryan, you had Kuman, which I'm gonna give you one point four, and you did as well, Naeem, just because you know we felt that that was a long time coming, even before the season started. But it was, in the end, Paco Lopez from Levante, who ended up getting relegated in 19th place. So that pretty much sums up the predictions dating back to 2021 before 
all four of these European leagues started in Spain. Andy got the victory. 11 points from Spain. Ryan, you had seven. And Naeem also had seven, which means the totals are Naeem, 26 points. Andy, 29 points. And Ryan, with the victory, 38 points to win the predictions special. Okay, Congrats. Any, any, any words? Any words? I think I won it last year as well, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I don't know. I think I, I can't I remember. could not tell you who actually won it last year. That's complete just gaff in my brain. Uh, no, I don't think you. I can't remember if it was that or if it was the World Cup. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was the Euros. Yeah. yeah. I remember that one. I no. I remember that one. Alex had Wales as to finish part of the whole tournament. <laughs> that one I love the most. <laughs> That's my favorite part of that. Of that, and then again, I did say Holland to win the whole thing. So, um, mm. of course, didn't they? No, I think it's had a Holland France final. I think, or something like that. I know I backed Holland massively, and then they really it's let me like... down. I would black. I would back Holland just for those black kits. I mean, I love those jerseys. That black kit is so nice. I want to get that with Virgil on the back, but I can never find one which has like the correct font on the bike on the writing at the back of that kit. It's always like some random rubbish, like one they don't actually wear in real life. So I'm waiting to see that. Good kids. Well, that about does it, boys. That was fun. Yeah, cheers for that, Jonathan. Um, and yeah, we are going to hit you with another podcast soon as well with um, same theme in terms of each league, but we're going to give you, from each of our respective leagues, we cover our best team and our worst team for the season. So the full 11 for both. And just to probably not surprise you the car crew will be in there somewhere Considering <laughs> 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 the amount of slack he's had today he's a definite for that one um but yeah that has been our podcast for this episode so thank you all for listening and i'm glad to be back after my month hiatus i'm hoping that the exams are well i'm not i don't have to go back to do them again i'm hoping that is the end of them um and if so you've got me for the whole summer so um so yeah it's been a pleasure once again so thank you boys for coming on um, so this has been the Eurotrips podcast I have been the host Andy this has been Jonathan this has been Ryan this has been Naeem and we will see you next time <laughs>